Greetings, friend, and welcome to the Between the Covers podcast, where we are working every day, every week, every step on this journey we call life, trying to remove the self-limiting beliefs that are preventing us from being the heroes of our own story. I have something really fun that I want to share with you based off of a Dungeons and Dragons adventure that a dear friend of mine ran us through. It was a more gothic horror going after a vampire, very powerful vampire at that. The character that I created was a paladin, and he was a paladin who was really wrestling with his faith. And part of the backstory of this character is the god that he was serving is in the universe of Dungeons and Dragons is a god of justice. And he had this nature about himself where he was going to go around and just deliver justice to all of the bad guys. And you can imagine with that very naive kind of thinking, he lost some dear friends. He lost some people who had the same mission. And he couldn't understand why his God, the God of justice, was one who would allow such a tragedy to happen. He became more of a hermit and was just going around trying to seek the answers to his questions of why. At one point in the story, the party meets up at this more robust and large city And while they are there trying to get information, he goes to the temple that honors his God. And he was going to spend some time in prayer and contemplation and just try and commune with his God in order to get the answer to his question of why has there been so much injustice when he serves a God of justice. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with Dungeons & Dragons mechanics, you roll a 20-sided die for most everything that you do. And there is this one specific roll that I was asked to do with this character. His name is Ravain, by the way. Oh, poor Ravain. (laughs) I had to roll a religion check, or a religion roll. So I had to roll this 20-sided die... And (laughs) depending on how high you roll determines what inevitably happens with this character. (laughs) I just crack up at this story so much. I rolled and I rolled a one, a one out of 20. And with what we play (laughs) with my friends, that's what we call a critical fail doesn't matter what bonuses you're adding to it, it's not going to end well. So Ravane is trying so hard, he's trying so hard to get an answer, an answer he's been seeking for years, and he's in the temple devoted to this god of justice, and I roll like garbage. Oh, Libby and my friends next to me, we just laughed. It was such it was such a funny moment. And during this particular session, 
as we're I do that role, we're continuing to go around and try and gather information. I had to leave early this particular weekend because I was participating in a virtual retreat and it started at seven o'clock that following morning for the final session and I had to make sure that I was rested and prepared for what we we're going to be doing the next day, which means during this time, sometimes I wouldn't get home until midnight. That was just going to be a disaster if I stayed up that late. So I left early, but before I left, Ravain went back to the temple and it's like, you know what? I'm going to do one more religion roll. We're just, we're going to roll one more time. See if he can get his answer. I grab a different 20 sided die and I roll it and I roll a one again. Oh, everyone was laughing as soon as they saw that with the same role, with the same character trying to do the same thing, there were two absolute failures. I know that if I were in that situation, it would be incredibly frustrating. And I would be like, why can't I just get my answer? And yet, the reason why I'm sharing this story is because the adventure still continued. And that was the important thing is whether I rolled a success or I rolled a failure, the adventure still continued. And that's the message that I want to bring to you. Let's take this on a day-by-day example. Say you're married and you wake up Brand new day, you have all of these hopes and expectations of what this day is going to bring, and you have an unfortunate encounter with your wife. Maybe you don't respond to her in a good way. Maybe it's your husband and you don't respond to him in a good way. You didn't do so well. You rolled a failure on that one. The day still continues. You're going throughout the rest of your day. Go to work. You go to school. You're going out looking for a job. You have some good things that happen. You rolled some successes. Come back home. Reconcile with your spouse. Maybe it's your girlfriend. Maybe it's a family member. Whatever it is, you reconcile and things are going well. And then you stub your toe on a chair, maybe even a table leg. You just start swearing. Oh, it hurts so bad. You rolled another failure. Our days are always going to be a mixture of rolling successes and rolling failures. Yet regardless of what it is that you roll, whatever happens, the story still continues. Your adventure isn't done just because you had one misstep, because you had one setback. It continues on. We have to make remedies or we need to make adjustments based on how well we're doing. Yet 
it doesn't truly matter whether you achieve something that you're really trying to achieve or you end up giving into your doubts. You have these moments where you are beset with these beliefs that you're not good enough. There is going to be another day. There is going to be another chance. There is going to be another opportunity later today or tomorrow or next week, next month or next year. There are always going to be opportunities for us to try again. And it doesn't matter whether you roll that success or you roll a failure. What is important is what do you do with that? If you do not succeed, do you give in to the doubts? Do you believe that you're not good enough? Or do you dust yourself off and you say, you know what? I will still try again. Because this dream that I'm pursuing is worth it. This job, this relationship, this person, this opportunity, it's worth trying again. Our perseverance is going to take us further than any one success can ever do. I would like to pose a question, if I may. Is there anything in your life that you have effectively given up on? Is there anything in your life that you just decided, I can't do it. It's too hard. It's too much work. I don't have the right skill set. I don't have the money. I don't have whatever, fill in the blank, whatever the excuse is. Why did you give up on that? And that's really what I want to know. I've been there. I have been there so many times. I should just have like a lifelong membership to the Give Up Club. I have a fantasy fiction novel that I've been working on since I was in the sixth grade. When I was 12, maybe 13 years old. I think I was about 12 years old. I have always wanted to be a published author, especially in this area of fantasy fiction. And yet, this is a dream that I have spent more time avoiding over almost 30 years than I've spent pursuing. Because I have given in and believed lies that I'm not good enough, that I'll never be good enough, that no one's going to want to read what I have to write. No one's going to be interested in what I have to share. I have come close. I've come close to having a story that I was ready to share. A story, a manuscript, really. I've had a almost complete manuscript ready to send to agents to see about getting it published. And I put it down. And I put it down because... 
when I shared it with some beta readers, I got some not so good feedback on it. Feedback that was making me think, this is just a total waste. I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm not good enough. And I lived with that for years. Years. Over a decade, I think. I just left it. I gave in to the self-contempt. I gave in to the limiting beliefs that there's no way that I was ever going to improve as a writer. No one was going to be interested in my story. I don't have a way with words like I believed that I do. And I just gave up. I have spent more than half my life giving up on this one dream that I have. I put too much value in the failures that I rolled. I didn't put nearly enough into the successes, even the small successes. I'm not the same writer that I used to be. I can still improve. And I don't know of anyone who is out of that. I don't know of anyone who is ever going to be in a place where it's like, you know what, I've got this all figured out. I'm good. I can sit down and write out the first draft of a book and it will just go straight to the publisher. There's going to be no need for edits. It's perfect. And yet that was what I was expecting. I was expecting too much of myself. And I made the odds work against me instead of for me. I got some valuable feedback from these beta readers. And the feedback was that the pacing was too slow. It took too long to get to the main adventure in the story. I was falling into linguistic traps. And I remember one in particular, they're like, you know, I think this could do better with some more figurative language. Instead of looking at those as the constructive criticism that they were, I looked at them instead as attacks against me, attacks against my dream. And I allowed those that could have helped me to become a better writer to instead become the antagonists of my story. And because I allowed that to happen, because I chose to believe that I wasn't good enough, I spent more time avoiding this dream. And yet, the day still went on. Days turned into weeks, turned into months, and turned into years. All time that I could have spent on improving this story. And yet, what did I do? I wallowed in my own self-contempt and disbelief. And I allowed myself to become a victim of my circumstances and become a victim of my own story. And I didn't need to allow that to happen. This all started with a relatively amusing story. At least I hope that you found 
the story of Ravane and his inability to get the answers that he was looking for amusing. And yet, what we're talking about is something that we really, really want to take seriously. This is something that is making us walk around as if we're husks just going about our day-to-day. We're more automatons than we are thinking, breathing, creative individuals. And I know that's not for everyone. I don't say that to be... I don't say that to be an umbrella statement that everyone is in the same boat as we are. There are shining examples of individuals who have done what's needed to be done in order to achieve their dreams. And yet I know there are more people who make it through all the time that they have on this world and they don't pursue or accomplish what they truly wanted. I have some ideas for some other things we can talk about in some future podcasts around this on what we can do. As a little bit of a sneak peek, I'll share with you a lot of it is we need to stop believing these thoughts that are telling us we're not good enough. We may not be good enough now. But that doesn't have to be us for the rest of our lives. We can improve. We can grow. We can get better at whatever it is that we're trying to do. And the other thing is, we might need to change who we spend time with. We might need to change who we're listening to. If we are surrounded by people who are saying, nay, wow, I just had a thought. We need to stop spending time with horses. Oh, I don't even know where else to take this. (laughs) Dang, that's really good too. We need to spend less time around horses that just tell us nay. They're just nay all the time. Maybe we need to spend more time with some dogs that when we talk to them, and share about what it is that we find exciting, they get excited with us. Kind of like that analogy. Hmm. I think I'm going to hold on to that one. And I'm not saying that horses are bad by any means. I will have a niece that will never talk to me again if I just come out saying that horses are just negative animals to be around. I know that horses are very smart and capable animals. We're just, follow me with the the metaphor. The metaphor or an analogy. Hopefully that's not too clunky of an analogy. Just came up with it on the spot and I quite enjoyed it. But maybe we need to spend time around individuals who are going to build us up instead of those who are going to tear us down. Those who are going to help encourage us when we roll those failures and things aren't going the way that we want them to. And they will be there to support us and also celebrate with us when we meet those successes. 
it's my hope that this anecdotal story about this paladin that I created for an adventure in Dungeons and Dragons has given you something to chew on mentally about what it's going to take to become the success that you want to be. What it's going to take to get rid of these beliefs about yourself. The main thing that is sticking out for me as I recount this tale is whether or not you are finding the success that you're looking for, life is still going to continue. And you can choose to continue to try again. And if that's something that seems very hard to do, I absolutely get it. There are things you can do, like maybe taking a break. Maybe reevaluate your expectations. Don't 100% put it off because you don't believe that you're good enough. Don't fall into the trap that I have. It's a lonely place. It's a disappointing place to be. And yet, my adventure still continued. And it still continues. I'm still trying to get this book finished. And I have much more self-confidence and belief in myself to get it to the finish line than I've ever had before. And I sincerely hope the same for you in whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. Give yourself the grace to accept the failures and keep striving for those successes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like what you're hearing and you're interested in working with me, there is a link to my website in the show notes and also a link just to schedule a free 50-minute one-on-one call with me. Let's get the conversation started. Also, please rate and review this podcast so more people are able to find it. Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon.